Bill, we fucked up. I know. Fucked up bad. I'm going to text my wife. Tell me something encouraging. I... I would tell my old lady that, but she'd say, you get what you ask for, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> she full-blown would say that. There's there's not a doubt in my mind that she would go, well, you fucking do that shit. You're the one that does that stuff. You know? She'd be like, oh, you could be out here in Scottsdale with me right now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a shit show because at the end of the day... We put no research into this place. Oh, I know. We hiked our ass off to get all the way up here, dude. We kind of, I thought we researched it. I, well, we did like, like Google Earth and shit. all that as much as you can without actually physically getting up in here. Yeah, absolutely. But Google Earth makes it look way better than what it is. There's no, there's not a doubt in my mind looking at Google Earth that this place would hold deer. You get up here, there's no deer sign. There's none. That's what I thought. When we, you drive down the road and you're like, oh, the backside of that's got to look similar to this. I'm like, it's got to be great. Right. If it looked like the backside of that, if the back, if where we're at right now looked like the front side, mm -hmm. it would be loaded yep. without a doubt. But there's just no, there's, it's tough. It's tough. I need a shot of whiskey. Are you scared to start drinking right now? No. You are. You are scared to start drinking right I now. I said no. All right. Well, here. Talk to the fans. <laughs> You're on a podcast. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I'm going to get my flask out. You don't have to say anything ridiculous. Just uh, let me get this. I'll let you lead it. All right. Whatever. You're already two minutes in? Yeah. Damn. There's no intro. <clears throat> There's no intro because it's uh, semi-live. You know? So listen, guys. At the end of the day, me and Bill were in an area that we for sure thought that it would hold deer. And uh, not that it doesn't because we did up high um, see a deer. Wasn't, there wasn't enough time to get the spotter on it so um we weren't yeah. exactly what it was bill thinks it was a buck I he said was, was just he had the the demeanor in my opinion i mean i saw him at first and and i thought that looks like a deer but he just was just standing there not doing anything and i thought well i don't know maybe my eyes are playing tricks on me or something and um went back to glassing and and it was gone and he was moving down the hill but he just kind of had that walk you know like bucks do yeah for sure. But I don't know. You know, too far away to tell. <clears throat> it's just it's just tough up here because it's Google Earth doesn't make it look as thick as it is. Yeah, that's terrible. It's really thick. I mean it's not like it's ten foot tall, but it's so sure. densely packed with manzanita and shrub that um, it's just not it's not good deer habitat like down low we saw deer sign in the middle where we're at we don't see any sign yeah I, I feel like we're caught in the middle between deer because like you brought up a point earlier would you want to live here yeah no absolutely you know, not it, especially when you look up high and yeah. then you look low no mm -hmm. dude you got Jay, this is whistle pig it's a it's what a whistle pig 
it's screaming good. Take a hit. It's a rye though, so you may mm. not like it. You want this? No, that's shit. Oh come on. It's Jack Daniels. So what? I'm kidding, bro. Let me take a hit. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whistle pig. Ooh. Yeah, that's tough stuff, bro. That's good shit. That's good stuff, man. But wow. Mm-hmm. It it well, it's definitely not Jack Daniels. It's no silver bullet. No. It's uh it's typically what I go to when I'm beat to shit and wore out. <laughs> we definitely beat ourselves up when we're getting up here. Yeah, if you guys have been paying attention to uh, the Instagrams at all, I've been sending pictures to Brian, and he's been posting them, and I don't know if Bill posted at all, but our packs were extremely heavy. Um, I think I was close to 60, and Bill was every bit of 60 or more. But it, we we didn't just get off the road and start hiking on a flat. We went straight up a mountain. We gained 1,800 feet of elevation. No, I think it was 1,500 feet of elevation yeah. in about an eighth of a mile. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe a little bit more. But um, We was, definitely didn't come unprepared. Yeah, I mean, we got, we've got a, a surplus of supplies now. Correct. So, I know I was telling you guys we're going to do possibly like a semi-live uh podcast series which is cool you know i recorded the one coming up just to kind of give you guys a a heads up what we're doing and uh you know to kind of i know a lot of you guys are probably pumped about the season a lot of you new hunters just keep your head up and and listen everybody experience like i'm sitting next to a guy that's got 30 deer on his belt or more right i mean the guy's a, a certified killer and me and him are both feeling the the lulls of hunting right now and it's not even hunting yet just wait till it rains then we're really gonna start feeling yeah, like that. exactly <laughs> it's supposed to rain on sunday so oh, i guess what i'm getting at guys is ma- keep make your chin up keep your chin up because a it's the opener it beats the hell out of working it beats the hell out of mowing the grass or a lot of other things that you guys got on your plate right now and this is this is our time to get away from it all and enjoy it me and bill we're up here on the mountain right now. Thank God we have service so I can post this. You bring your mask? You wearing your mask? Oh, I have my Good. mask. Okay, yeah. cool. I don't wear my mask. Too. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you wear mm-hmm. social distance. Social okay, distance. Thanks. But uh, there, there's tons of other things you, you could be doing that are not as enjoyable. So make sure you guys find the enjoyment in the frustrations of hunting. Because if you hunted for any amount of time, you'll know that the second season's over you already want it to fire back off you know yeah and in my opinion the d16 season it gets easier as it goes on it's easy um i'm not as hardcore of an archery guy like some of all you guys and and um like brian and brandon uh i just I, i dabble you know a little bit here and there in the beginning of the season in september but um when the deer season really starts and and i start to you know, put boots in the ground and, and get out here. It's, um, it gets easier. The weather gets cooler. The deer, I think, start getting more active. Yeah. Schedules change. Oh, yeah. You know, we do the time change. Mm-hmm. And, um, I shoot most of my bucks in November. Yeah. So, well, just keep that in mind, you know, just don't, don't get, um, discouraged because you've been hunting since September with your bow and then now, you know, you're already, kind of burned out when october rolls around and then october opening weekend comes and you're fighting people and you're seeing blaze orange all over the place just get through it get through it you know keep your chin up 
and uh, you'll feel your tag. Bill, Bill, you touched on a good thing with the listeners. Uh, I prior to getting here today, I recorded that one right, and um, if you guys are following along, you'll understand or or you'll remember that I said, you know, I hit it hard for a couple weeks mm-hmm. archery hunting. I had some really good deer. Me and Brian both had some really good deer at our tree stand, and um, it's perfect, perfect setup, easy to get to, right? Not far from our houses, so these deer, they disappeared after the opener, but man, they're back, so we hit it hard. I was missing them by a matter of five hours every day. Like, I was hunting the evening, and they were coming in at, like, noon. So it... Yeah, that's, that's discouraging. Yeah, it, you know, they're coming in 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, you know, right around the midday time, and... I was missing them and it was getting frustrating for me. So I hit the stand. I hunted five days in a row, took a break, hunted, you know what I mean? So I put some serious time in, in this stand and, uh, I still wasn't successful. So when, when Bill says, Hey, you know, if you've been hunting the archery season and then you go out for gun season tomorrow on the opener and you see nothing but people and you get frustrated, like don't allow yourself to fall into that um oh you know this sucks obviously it's tough it is tough you're it's not gonna be easy people do get lucky bumping stuff off the road but the reality is is it is tough either way you go it is i mean so i guess uh for next year if you're one of those guys that are feeling the lull you know after tomorrow you know maybe maybe try to hunt once a week maybe in a tree stand if you're an archery hunter you know for that first four weeks of the season don't don't grind like i did i knew what i was doing i knew that i would get wore out i knew that leading up to the opener or gun season it's a super exciting time for me but obviously i've been hunting hard up until a week ago on the close of the a22 so i had that week break yeah yeah i've been going man i've been going since august so you know, not to mention, I got this hunt that opens tomorrow, and then mm-hmm. November, that's another coos deer hunt. You know, yep, so yep. it 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 is a lot. So just keep your head up. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's I think that last little week that we had, I, I couldn't remember. I was texting Travis about uh, all the seasons. I'm I was thinking I don't know if anything's open right now. If the A twenty two and the the D sixteen, the G thirteen, because I was still you know kind of seeing guys around, but I wasn't sure if they maybe had their dates mixed up or if they were just quail hunters because that's something right. else that a lot of us are going to have to contend with now too is yep. you guys with shotguns running around chasing quail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he, Travis confirmed like, yeah, nothing was open last week. So I think that's a good opportunity too for everyone to just take a breath. Yeah, you take a breath. You know, because I don't know about you, but I get pretty, um, what's the word? Uh, I get I get pretty obsessed with yeah. deer season oh, and, yeah. um, you know, like I've just, I hit it. I just hit it hard. And it's all I think about. Yeah. It's all I think about. I go out and I hunt and I hunt and I don't even like eat that much. I'm just obsessed with it and just working and working and working, right. you know, until I find a deer. And so to get a break in there, it's a good thing, whether you think so or not. Oh yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. It's a good break. You know, also a good break. Bill said it, you know, you're going to be contending with quail hunters. If you guys run into this week, and, and, you know, I know a few of you guys have actually reached out to me and Brian and it said, hey, you're super excited about the opener. You got a week off, you know, this mm. and that. Listen, when you you guys get three days in and if you're frustrated, take a break. Go chase some quail for a day. And throw your shotgun in the truck. Yeah. What if you go deer hunting all day and you get back to your truck and there's a covey quail there? Right. Throw your, throw your gun in the truck and swap it out with a shotgun. Exactly. Go you bust know, some go quail. Home, 
Go home with success, you know, go home with a few quail. Yeah, go go home on a positive and, note. You know, keep you your know. rolling. Yeah. I, but to change it up a little bit, guys, it's uh it's a uh, it's gonna be a it could be a good opener for us, but it's a tough opener. Um typically it's not it doesn't go this way. I typically don't invest all my time into a new area and go into it on the opener. It's kind of one of those, you know, if you were to ask a wise hunter they would probably say, don't do it, <laughs> you know? But we did it. Yeah, but we did it. And, and especially don't do it if the uh, if the amount of exertion <laughs> is going to outweigh the prize. I mean, there's a point where I was climbing this thing saying, you know, is this hill really pretty, worth it? I was pretty broke off coming up that hill. Yeah, there. it's like, is it worth a four key? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that too. Like, I swear to God, and, and if Brandon we're... shoots a four key, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> And we're just laughing. <laughs> I still feel that way because this trip ain't over yet. I know, man, but gosh dang, you know, it's like now that we're up here, it's cool. And and, and we're, we're out. We made a camp, a makeshift camp. We got our tents set up. You know, we got our mountain houses, our jet boils. You know, we're, we're trying to make the best of it because hunting ultimately – you want to find success and you you want to bring meat home but man times like this what me and bill are doing right now are uh what hunting's all about yeah i i was a little discouraged here for a few minutes and then um like when i was texting my dad yeah. you know and being like i don't know man like i'm way up here busting my ass and not seeing a whole lot of sign and there's we saw deer down low we saw deer up high i just think we're caught in the middle and i don't know what to do about it and it's a little late to just break camp and head down and then just said i just would rather deal with it in the morning yeah. you know but um just talking with him and then sitting here and doing this and relaxing i think we're just going to come up with a a better game plan and Without it'll it always pans out yeah things always pan out you just stay optimistic and yeah. whether you like it or not like you said it ain't all about killing deer right here i can't remember last time i hiked up some godforsaken hill and set a tent up right you know right. and ate out of a jet boil yeah I think it's been a long time it is it's almost like being at work but it, yeah exactly <laughs> and put it put it this way though like we're literally out here right now bill look up dude you don't see really light pollution from the city it's all romantic up here it's nice <laughs> yeah easy now <laughs> you know it's like it's just funny listen guys what happened was i had a friend call me so it may have sound like it got cut out right there because it's kind of what it did do. Uh, it stopped recording, then we had to pick it back up. But uh, Bill's already drinking water. Hey, hey. Because he doesn't want to have a headache in the morning. No. All that water we lost tonight. Uh, well, today. I'm just being smart. No, it's a, right? probably a very good thing to do. I should probably start sucking back some water as well. Um, it's nice out here, though, dude. Yeah, it is. Reminds me of deer it's camp. It's going to be peaceful tonight. Yeah, it will be. I'm going to sleep good, man. That that hike kicked my ass. I got a four-inch cheap-ass Amazon pump-up pad that uh, they're riding a motorcycle on on the little video advertisement <laughs> they had. So I went, hey, that thing will last. So paid 40 bucks for it. Yeah, weighs same. about 19 pounds. <laughs> but uh, I got it up this own bitch. Yeah, same with mine. A little cheapy from Amazon. <clears throat> It's like thirty five bucks. I know it's gonna pop. I just know it. But you think so? Yeah. But it, whatever. One you, night. You get what you pay for, dude. That one that I got. I'm telling you, cost me forty bucks. Me and John That's both got them. And yeah. John, John likes his. He says you gotta, you can't have it so firm. You gotta have it a little bit of air out of it. 
to oh, so it'll okay. cradle you because yeah. it is four inches, man. It's fucking thick. Yeah, that's pretty thick. Yeah. So what I'm, kind of sleeping bag you got? I'm running the uh, King's XKG zero okay. degree bag, and I, you know what, dude, I I kind of questioned it at one point. Last season, me and John, we were in deer camp, and it got so freaking cold. It wasn't zero degrees, but I – and Patrick – you pre- were cold. Yeah, I was cold. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't sleeping on a pad, though, so I know that that had something to do with yeah, it. But that little, yeah, like, the barrier, that's mm-hmm. what you need. The insulation kind of – Yeah, and Patrick has always said, the the originator of Ridge Ridge Outdoors podcast with me, Patrick, if you guys that are listening now haven't heard him in the beginning of the episodes – when we first started but that guy's like a huge outdoorsy guy bat he's like an overlander he lived off his motorcycle for yeah, a while right yeah he did that he like overlanded on his motorcycle now he does it in his truck he's like a huge outdoor guy yeah he said it from the get-go he says that's cool he's got credibility then with all the gear. oh yeah dude he knows his <laughs> shit patrick patrick's amazing when it comes to that stuff but he said it flat out he goes dude that rating on the bag is not a survival or it's not a comfort rating that's a survival rating that's good to know. <laughs> he goes, if you got a zero degree bag, that's not like, hey, you're going to be warm at zero degrees. He goes, you're going to survive at zero degrees. It oh, means yeah. you're not going to hypothermic, right, and die. Yeah, that's rough. So, I mean, the bag, yeah, it didn't let me go hypothermic, but gosh, dang, it it got cold. And uh, I'm kind of curious about it tonight because I do have that pad. <clears throat> it is supposed to drop down into the 40s, I think. Low 40s, too. I can't remember. I mean, we could probably look. It's either low 40s or, I mean, or high 30s. We may not be here tomorrow. If we, yeah. we might bone out early if we show up. And yeah, you never start know. hitting the hills and don't find no deer. I know where there's deer, and this isn't one of them, then I'm not going to waste my time right. here. And that, that's another thing to kind of touch on. I know we're kind of bouncing around, guys, but, you know, the, the truth is, is you don't, it's kind of like the old saying, you don't find, you don't leave fish to find fish, right? Like, you never leave fish when you're fishing to find fish, right? If you're an opportunistic fisherman or a lady right it's the same thing with hunting you don't leave deer to go find deer now i left deer to go find deer same here but it's opening weekend it ain't my first opening weekend i wanted to have some adventure my old lady was going to scottsdale i wanted to go bill wanted to go so we did it and and this is what hunting's all about to me now other people may say hey man you have you have an opportunity to you know fill your tag at one of your other spots but I have an opportunity to fill it here too, and it's a new spot, and uh, it's fun to get out and and go camp for the weekend, you know. Yeah, it'll be nice actually, in a weird way. If uh, we don't find deer tomorrow, yeah, it'll be an interesting, humbling experience. Yeah, because for years I've driven by this place and just admired the treacherousness and the allure of wanting to come up here and get into some of these canyons, and then come to find out they're they're not just steep and nasty they're full of brush yeah that i'm sure that there's probably deer somewhere in there but the question is if am i gonna find them it's an elevation and so i'll tell you right now like obviously there's deer in there there's gotta be deer in there but the density of deer is way low and then i will tell you that on this mountain the elevation goes from shit 2600 feet at the base maybe lower yeah maybe lower all the way to almost 5,000. Yep. Yep. So you got such an elevation change that me and Bill were talking about, like, why is it so brushy here in the middle, but at the top it's not. And then at the bottom it's not. And I think it has something to do with the moisture 
coming over the mountain from the coast. It, it's kind of like it's looking at most of San Diego, but in a really short piece. Yeah. Like you get Mount Laguna where there's just trees and it's beautiful Correct. and nice. And you go down to the beach and yeah. I mean, sure, there's vegetation, but it's not quite like everything in the middle. Correct. You know, when everything starts at freaking Cowles Mountain yeah. and the brush runs all the way up to Boulder Creek and, yeah. and Pine, you know, Pine Valley. Exactly. Um, it's almost like that in a, a small, a, a smaller scale, dude. like yeah. a, a micro. It's like a micro ecosystem mm-hmm. or a micro system. Because it's just so it. steep, it just takes the dump. It, yeah, it just goes straight up. So. You know, we we feel as if right now we're in the middle, and and as a crow flies to where we want to be, uh, I think in the morning we're gonna go lower. Uh, <clears throat> as a crow flies, it said like 0.9 miles, so yeah, almost yeah. a mile down to an area that we thought about breaking down camp right now and going and setting up. But we hiked our ass off. We'd be we'd be loading up everything we got feeling you know because the idea is tomorrow morning when we wake up we would have already rested hydrated eaten so we're not going to need to bring in yeah the the eight gallons gallons. yeah we we got a lot of water up here and that was partially the problem but we didn't know exactly what we were going to get into how much uh you know how much sweating we'd be doing so we brought up a ton of water enough to suffice (laughs) right yeah it's opening weekend for d16 i mean i would imagine It'd be like the past. It'd be warm. Yeah. I thought it'd be 100 degrees. I'm not thinking that it's going to be 68 on my walk up the hill. Correct. So So whatever water I brought, I'm still stuck with it because I didn't drink a whole lot of it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we're just kind of playing it by ear and and, and dodging the punches, right? We're just kind of rolling with them. So we're up here. We're going to have a good time and and enjoy the rest of our night. But uh, other than that, guys, you know, if you're getting up early in the morning, if you're listening to this on your way out to your deer stand or or to an area that you're going to hunt, keep your head up, man. Stay in that glass and 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 slow down. That's the biggest thing I can say is just stay slow on the glass, right? Don't don't just glance over everything and and act as if there's nothing there because deer come out of everywhere, you know. So just just keep it uh keep positive, stay focused, be safe, and and you know, like subscribe. Hit us up, follow us on Instagram. If you guys want to buy a shirt, a hat, some stickers, hit us up. Brian's running all that good stuff. It helps us out. It helps us produce this podcast. Uh, any other support, we are very appreciative. Bill, you got anything? No, just uh, have a good, safe morning, everybody. Have a good weekend. Um, yeah, don't do anything foolish. Don't be looking through your scope at what you think is a deer. Use your binoculars. Yeah. Don't scope anybody. Don't do anything stupid, please. Yeah. Have a safe have a safe day. Have a safe weekend. Be safe, guys. Uh enjoy your opener and, and thanks for tuning into part two. I'm not hundred percent sure if we're gonna have a part three or not, but uh I'll work towards it. Alright guys, have a good one. Thanks for uh tuning in. Adios. Peace.